Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out. Today is the 28th of December, 2017. I think it's the last episode of 2017. So, um, guys, in the back of your mind, I need you to start thinking about, because we're basically, you've got one idiot, a really good pilot, and uh, two reviewers, and we need... Think about the best like FPV stuff in uh, in 2017. Like, what would you get? What served you really well? And uh, everyone knows that Andy's been sucking off a three inch for the last four videos, <laughs> so uh, we kind of know what he's going to say. Anyway, we've got someone who matters. Uh, Nurk, Nurk FPV, everyone. Hey, how's it going? Yo, man. Yeah. Uh, and we followed by NJ. Hello. Not at Glastonbury this week. <laughs> not this week there's definitely not a winter Glastonbury have you that whitened your teeth or have you just changed the light bulb in your room <laughs> these are these are all mine I don't I don't whiten them I get asked that like do I whiten my teeth I don't I don't I drink Hammond lots of coffee Richard Hammond <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway and uh, also in the low cut top Andy RC yeah I uh, I whiten my face that's what I do <laughs> face bleach um yeah, yeah. So unfortunately, Andy RC will be leaving us soon because he's got a new job at Fat Shark. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really regret mentioning that as a sort of joke, and now everyone sort of yeah works. It doesn't Fat help that I've made a really good soundbite of you saying, "Hey, I'm Andy RC, and I work for Fat Shark." <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was great. Thanks for that. <laughs> so um, anyway, um, no. How you doing, man? Thank you so much for coming on our hum- humble show. It's my pleasure. I, uh, I was just saying right before we brought, started broadcasting that I mean, no matter no matter who I'm talking to, no matter where it is, like it's just this is I eat, sleep, live, breathe FPV. So it's always a blast to just hang out with like-minded people from around the globe and uh, and learn and hear about their thoughts on FPV. So I'm excited. Mate, you won't learn anything from Let's Drone Out other than like. <laughs> Some idiot thinking the earth is flat. Like, hey, that's... I don't know whether you. Uh, <laughs> so, if I can at least make fun of that person, then we're good. So, yeah, well, where is that person? Where's Tony? <laughs> Everyone's He's complaining in the... in the chat that Tony's not here. Everyone's here for Tony, I tell you. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Nurk FPV man. filling in for Tony. Exactly. The earth is definitely flat. <laughs> no, no, he's gonna ask me to like sound bite that and everything. I'm and, wanna... and something about vegans. Say something about vegans as well, and then then you're basically it. Yeah. Vegan veganism gives you superpowers, so they, it does, man. It makes you look like so <laughs> young and stuff. Um, I've got to do a little bit of housekeeping, but guys, if you go to Patreon forward slash Let's Drone Out, uh, we need. Like, if you can just give a dollar so that we can pay for the SoundCloud, that would be amazing. Um, or whatever. Have a look at the goals. There's different things on offer. We've updated the website. We've updated the SoundCloud. And I've been heavily editing. And uh, the more you give, the quicker the editing will be done. Um, and that's all I'm going to say. But um, so I've got a cute little story to, to start start off with. So uh, I've got a friend of mine who... Uh, has, has also you know has got a buddy and he really wanted to get into fpv and he he came down and visited my friend um they went out for a quick fly he's like dude i'm gonna go for a fly start flying he used to be an rc buddy 
and um, he uh, he saw the wonderful world of a light FPV, put the goggles on, like had the whole experience and that, and um, essentially uh, he was like, man, I really want to get into this. So um, he had a go at trying to build his drone, and uh, my friend said, like, you know, uh, how are you doing with building the drone? Not so good. Got recommended to me. Came over, helped build his drone. So anyway, this um, friend of a friend has a has a as a kid. Um, his name's William or Will, and um, he he's been getting into FPV with his dad. And his dad stuck him on a simulator because he heard about you know the sims being really good. So he's been playing that nonstop, and he's been out flying with his dad all the time, and he's gotten pretty good. And uh, so I'm chatting to my friend the other day, and he, he mentions it, and you know Will's been watching like YouTube and everything. And he came across your Obviously, the most popular video known to man: train train diving, horizontal diving of trains. And uh, you're you're his favourite FPV pilot. And I was like, oh man, I have not had him on the show. And then <laughs> I uh, I stay up really late and message you like last night. And I was like, dude, it turns out we've got a slot like free this week. We're like booked all of January, thanks to Frank, because I've been ill. And uh, yeah, me and you were just chatting. You were like, yeah, sure, man, I'm I'm on. Like I'll so. Yeah, so you've basically got a kit, like a crew of like thirteen-year-olds in some sort of like uh, middle-class, upper-class school, like you know, like totally rocking out to your uh, your stuff, man. That's awesome. So, yeah, man. Like I've watched a few of like your, um, you know, yeah, a few of your videos, man. Like I, I was like, uh, like you're, I don't know, like you just seem like a really like genuine, real character, and especially with your sort of like, you know, like. I just the way you were just like sort of semi like long range FPV and mm-hmm. watching you like poison Ivy yourself to death. <laughs> Sounds like something Tony might do tonight if he hasn't someone, wandered someone, around in a dot. Someone's just act, asked about that. Richard Harwood uh, <laughs> says, uh, Nurk, how's the poison Ivy injury? <sighs> Man, they got nasty for a while. So, so the, so the story is if anybody hasn't heard it, like I, I was out flying in uh, California on the West coast of the United States. And, um, we, I, I was, I was, I was out, I was doing some like longer range. I call it free range stuff. And I, I violated a frenzel zone, got a little bit too low behind a bank and my quad just <laughs> straight into the straight into the bush and i had no idea why like i'm just flabbergasted and confused and so we spent like the next like two hours trying to find it and that whole time i'm having to like crawl through like literally like 10 feet deep brush so like i'm like i i'm I'm, like not touching the ground i'm just kind of like crawling over top of this stuff and at some point in there i picked up poison oak which is apparently very very common in the on the coast of california and uh like literally all of my arms both arms um up like my my stomach and my chest and my face got like covered in this massive poison oak rash to the point where like i had to go to the hospital and get steroid shots and a prescription medication to like help it clear up so Richard, thank you very much for asking, <laughs> but uh, it's finally just about cleared up. So I'm uh, I'm I'm in the clear now. <laughs> but man, that was rough. <laughs> That's crazy. So I think uh, something that um, that we usually talk about with like new guests is is sort of how they got into FPV themselves. What what the story is and and sort of how you got to where you were. So do, do you want to talk through that? How you started and what you started with and how you got to the point where you are. Mm-hmm. So, uh, actually, 
during the holidays is pretty relevant because like um, three years ago, so just Christmas of 2014, um, my in-laws got me a drone for Christmas and, you know, we started playing around with it. Like, you know, after I got comfortable, like just keeping it in the air, um, you know, just uh, we started playing games with it immediately. And like, we're looking at like, how can we push this? How can we do something more and new and have more and more fun with it to the point where like, we were, we were basically like, we put, we made like paper funnels on top of it. And like, we were like playing beer pong, like trying to like bounce the <laughs> ball and land it in the cup on top of the drone and stuff. Like it was, it was really fun. Um, and so a couple months after that, I started doing a bunch of research on YouTube and learning how to do my first build. I bought a ZMR 250 kit from, uh, mini quad bros um i built that up i got that flying it it's maiden was march 15th of 2015 and uh and i was at my first race in june of 2015 and then it's all a giant downhill spiral from there how, how did you get into racing then um if i recall so i i think i i had always been in it to get into racing so at that once I started flying, I wanted to know how like where 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 can I start? Where can I be going? Um, how can I get to a race? And I had posted something to Reddit, I think, or I was a part of a conversation, and uh, somebody jumped on it. His name his name is Gary. Uh, reached out and said, "Hey, we're doing a race here in Louisville, which is a two hour drive for me this weekend. You should come out and compete." And so I drove down there. I actually filmed like kind of my first vlog on the way to that um right. and uh race and I actually won my category and so at my first race which was great so that was uh, that was when we still did like four cell three cell stuff and i won the three cell <laughs> awesome the hell on a three cell yeah that was that's back in the day this is 50 30 props 1806 motors and three cells on a 250 size quad <laughs> <laughs> man. but you make me feel so old like you're saying like 2015 like i don't know i just that's like, a, that's like a decade in quads yeah it is i know i suppose they're um sorry i'm distracted by the the uh chat apparently the, the shots are a lifesaver with poison ivy apparently still was freaked out by british stinging nettles it goes both ways stinging nettle sucks least... but only briefly and then it's like whatever yeah, and then at least with stinging nettles, the antidote grows next to it. I'm saying, like, dock leaves don't work. Richard Hardwood said, Jack, you need to rub harder. Uh, <laughs> don't spit on them. Uh, they work just fine for me. So, like, there's a whole, like, I don't know, like, let's drone out. Like, they'd rather talk about stinging nettles and <laughs> than, uh, than, than quads. So, uh, was, was yeah. This that's your, just... uh, was this your first venture into RC anything, or were you doing other RC stuff before this? I, I never did any RC stuff before. Like, I had, like, an Air Hogs plane when I was really young. Um, but, uh, like, my that's kind of, like, usually if you're going to get into it at a really young age, like, it's kind of a father-son sort of thing. That was and exactly me. Yeah, exactly. My that. dad has really bad vision in one eye, and so he has no depth perception. So, like, RC never made sense for him because it just it, – he can't. And so, like, even though I had always kind of been interested in it, that was not something that we shared. And so when I kind of became an adult, you know, find myself with a little extra money. I was like, well, let's try it. And, uh, well, now that's all I'm doing and it's taken all my money. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the, the storm caller, uh, I lost my GoPro in long grass as well. And, um, I basically used Tony who has a metal detector 
So okay. that might be quite a, a good way of finding your GoPro. But it sounds like, um, uh, yeah, they, you should go back to places now it's winter and they should have died back if it's still working. Can I just ask, because I've never encountered like poison ivy or poison oak, and the only reference I've got to it is, you know, Alex from um, Flight Test, mm-hmm. they were doing some slope sawing stuff and like he, he like crashed out, walked down the slope, and then as he came back up, he's like, oh man, that smells really nice. And he goes, oh, that's poison ivy. <laughs> and uh, does it smell nice? Is that how you can tell it's it? Or is it the three things with the dots on it? Well, like, I had How do no I idea. not die if I end up in FPVing in America? <laughs> the problem is I had no idea that I was in it at all. So I, I don't, I didn't know what to look for. So, and I, and I guess I still don't, cause I don't think I remember anything like smelling particularly nice. That being said, I got into poison Oak, which is different from poison Ivy, but they're very similar kinds of things. So maybe poison Oak doesn't smell or something like that, but yeah, whew, it was rough. Oh man. And so, I was, uh, I wasn't paying any attention. I was literally like army crawling through bush trying to get up, up the hill. <laughs> Because you were doing some beautiful trying to like crawl along sideways along those cliffs and that and like you're doing all this crazy stuff and then you end up going down there and it's just like oh. I, to a degree I almost would have rather have just lost it in the ocean <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> and then I, I know I don't need to go get it like but yeah, I can I can like... I could literally hear it 50 feet away and it took me 45 minutes to move 50 feet to get to the drone because of how thick the brush was and apparently all of that was through poison ivy and what i didn't say in the video was like 20 minutes after that because i was so exhausted i left my phone on the roof of the car and destroyed my phone <laughs> like it was just a bad day <laughs> oh my word like how do you make like a decent vlog like that without wanting to like just kill yourself oh i do i want to kill myself the whole time but if that's the best that's the best time to be shooting right because like you'll see that raw real like fuck this shit kind of stuff <laughs> like that's you that's what you want you, you mm. can't always have the, the pretty doubt like you know like, and things didn't go great today no it's like this sucks you know i think I, in one one point in the video when i'm crawling through the brush i'm just like screw this i'm going back to video games like i'm never flying again yeah. like you know that's 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 the fun of it yeah i know andy rc can't go back to video games because he um he was uh, killing dogs or something so he's banned <laughs> <laughs> it, he, that's a reference to the uh, GTA video that I did, which I, I think actually, uh, I think you may have commented on maybe some people said, oh, Andy RC did this that's video. That's right. Because I tried to replicate what you did but that's in right. GTA because we don't have those kind of trains over here, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, oh I my gosh. I go that's in GTA. And, so, uh, yeah, my my GTA video didn't quite get as many views as the one that you did though so shall we t- shall we talk about that because we're, we're talking a little bit about that off air so how many views did that video have it's just like gone crazy viral um i think um what is it go ahead i was just gonna say like what is it like waking up to that it was it was weird for sure like so i posted it in the like the i think the afternoon of one day and then the next morning, someone posted it to like Reddit r slash videos, and for whatever reason, it didn't get immediately downloaded and kind of picked up steam to the point where I think it was like in the fifteenth or tenth position on the first page of r slash videos, which is you know that's basically putting you know eighty thousand impressions on it, no matter what, 
and because of that it got picked up by a couple of tech blogs like and gadget and um uh gizmodo and like those kinds of things and then i think the next day after that all of the big facebook groups picked it up so like it was on unilad and um other other ones like that and that just kind of helped it spiral um so it was it was it was weird to just kind of like watch all that happen because i wasn't even the one that posted it to r slash videos i had put it on multicopter because i thought that was pretty cool and then somebody else just and it just exploded it was weird is out of my control. That's the worst part, right? Like it's just like I just posted a video one day. So, so when you it... saw like getting all these views, was there a bit of panic? Like, oh my god, because like I guess you never intended it for it to blow up like that. So, mm-hmm. did you kind of think like, oh man, what you, you know? <laughs> were you were you worried about the amount of attention that it was getting and stuff? Not at first, actually, because when I shared it with like drone friends and people that are, you know, kind of around and understand what these things are and what they do, like they're just like, oh, that's badass. It's pretty cool. It's a fine video. Go ahead and post it. And then as soon as like some of the people that didn't quite know what was going on got attention of it, that's when the the hate started. And that was after it had already picked up a little bit of steam. And sure. so people are like, oh, the FAA is definitely going to call you. I'm reporting you right now, blah, blah, blah. And that's where I got a little bit nervous. And there were, there were a couple of days where I was very um unhappy to have it up you know uh, just because of the the way that some people decided to react negatively to it i think i think generally though it um the response was pretty positive you know if you compare it against to the the bridge dive which completely uh, went out of control i think for yourself um you know, it got loads of views, and in general, I didn't, I didn't hear any noise about you know people being upset. In fact, uh, Bruce Simpson of RC Mob Reviews, he was like, "Yeah, that that's great because it's, you know, it's, that's not actually putting anyone in danger, really." What, what's right. it going to do to a train? What yeah. is yeah. it? it is You're gonna... not going to derail it, exactly. Right. Yeah, like try harder. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think I think the whole tone of that video would have been changed if I hadn't gone near the uh, the train mechanic, um, like the the person oh, sitting in the yeah. front driving it. And if, yeah. if I hadn't done that, I think I think the whole tone would have been different, and I don't think that there would have been as much of a reaction, at least. But you know, at the same time, it's you know that's just the way it is. So awesome. Um, oh. But yeah, so like, so it, I, somebody posted that it has 1.6 million views right now on my channel, and um, it had uh, probably close to 10 across different Facebook posts, like where it got re-uploaded by different organizations and stuff. So it, uh, it, it definitely. And one grew. of the questions I said to you offline was, yeah. uh, I, I hope that um, that you got all the revenue from. Uh, everyone that shared it, but you, you mentioned that it didn't produce anything because it was a, a song uh, yeah. <laughs> that you used with copyright. So, so whoever's uh, owns the copyright to the song is getting all the getting all the dough from it. Which is, <laughs> yeah. And what I wanted to ask is, I mean, it's a stupid question, really, but if you knew now, would you go back and change the track to like a non-copyright or something? I'm gonna I'm gonna say no, and for two yeah. reasons. The first is that that song is perfect for it. I think cool. some people disagree, but I, I love the song for it. And the second is um, uh, because so in the United States you have to be a Part 107 operator to have to make to fly drones commercially, sure. and in certain lights, 
getting revenue from a video on YouTube can be considered commercial drone operation. And so with the attention that this received combined with the possibility of getting a ding for, I am not a part 107 drone operator, um, I think that there could have potentially been some pretty hefty fines on that. So I don't, so, so yeah, I see what you're saying, but at the same time, I think just letting it grow for the point of that exposure and leaving it unmonetized probably is a part of what pushed it into the limelight for a bit. Yeah, because when that video came out, you were already established anyway. So did, did, it, uh, did it impact you a lot when it came to sort of like your subscriber base? Did your mm. subscribers skyrocket or, mm. or because of that video or it pretty much, you know, I, I did not. I did not yet have 10,000 subscribers when that video came out. Today, I'm at 34,000. So, and that's wow. only two or three months difference. So. So I think it's fair to say the answer is yes. He's filming adverts in San Francisco, and then he's like, you know, he's got his hands on the uh, Fat Shark 101s. Do you know what I mean? It's uh, he's made it. He's like sniffing Actually, all that Fat Shark uh, cocaine. Fat Shark like stuff you. was before the video, but yeah. uh, <laughs> we. I was talking. I was actually talking to Fat Shark in in Reno at the race. And the flight happened the day after the race. So, <laughs> yeah. can can you put in a good word for Andy and be like, he he understands the errors of his ways. <laughs> yes, please. You know, I like. Well, do you yeah, guys not fly like, Fat Shark? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, he upset Fat Shark. So, like, if you can like message someone really high up and be like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if I upset them. It's just that when I first started uh, doing like. YouTube videos, I thought I'll treat myself. I bought myself a pair of fat sharks and sure. uh, which and, ones? And... Which ones? You got you got label. Well, hold on. Actually, let me let me cut you guys off for a second and say, do you want me to get the the director of marketing on right now? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, totally. I, yeah. I think if I, I said, want to yes. make Andy RC apologize. All right, hold on. Let, me, let me message him <laughs> and on. see if he'll jump and I've on. Got, hang on. If not, I've got a sound bite he needs to listen to. Uh, I, think I'm, <laughs> I think I'm busy tonight, actually. Uh, Mate, you're, you're so screwed, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> so so just, to, just to sort of uh, add to that, yeah, so when I first started an RCI, I uh, bought a pair of the, they were the, um, the Dominator SDs, so before before the HDs, and basically like so from like watching like flight tests and and everyone that was saying oh they're so immersive and this I, I was using box goggles at that point, and then when I switched to Fat Shark I, I thought wow little tiny postage stamp view compared <laughs> to a big thing, and yeah. I sort of I, I gave them a bad review and it's it's taken obviously a, a not couple. not the SEs man the S Seas go down in history. No, you know not, I mean? not, like, not the SDs. People still use them today. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're the, oh, the SD standard, the, the standard definition ones. The, the, oh, the blue ones, enough. you know? Yeah. Uh, under the bus you go, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And so, so anyways, but basically, like, you know, I, 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 I love Fat Shark now. They're my main goggles. To the point where I started reviewing other goggles, and people were accusing me of being a fat shark salesperson because all I ever said was, uh, you know, uh, they just don't compare to fat sharks, and that's where that came from. Uh, you know, here's here's yeah. the link. If you can if you can pass this on to 
the uh, the director. Hang on. I, t- I told um, you. Every time, that, every that's time. a sound bite of him claiming he now works for Fat No, Shark. it is not. That is a hacked this up piece of audio. Genuine, real life. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. You know, like, he has not responded yet, but I'll keep it open in case he does. I tell you why he's not responded because he's seen my reviews. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he can take you. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> um, I just, I, I've got, I've just got one concern that um, NJ's very quiet. Seeing as we're talking about quads, uh, NJ, do you want to like, you know, explain how fat shots work or? Um, <laughs> Do no, wanna... do you know the only thing that came to the forefront of my head when we started talking about uh, goggles is pickle Rick Sorry. and their shortcomings. <laughs> yes, pickle. Rick. <laughs> hey, <laughs> here's, here's Peter Grant Martin, uh, <laughs> no, vice, was the top vice president stuff. of marketing at Fat Shark. Hello. Um, yeah, we've got a right or wrong. Unfortunately, uh, a reviewer here has an apology for you. Uh, <laughs> his name's Andy RC. You might recognise him from YouTube. His name's Andy RC. His he YouTube channel he, is. He won't recognise me. Come on, I'm Andy that, RC. I'm not that important. What did I just get dragged into? <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's drone out. Uh, welcome <laughs> to the show. We're a podcast. We're not a very serious podcast. I personally love Fat Sharks. I own Fat Sharks HD. No, I own Fat Sharks V3s. Dominate Grant. We, we we just pulled you in because um, Andy RC over here has a sordid past with fat sharks. He hates them to death. No, and, I do not. And we wanted to have you two kind of duke it out a little bit. This is live, by the way, if you didn't pick up on yeah. that. There, there's a Dropbox of like a soundbite of him claiming he works for you. So that's fraudulent. Um, <laughs> unless you want to add him to your payroll. Like, you know, if he's any good to you, you can have him. You might as well now because all I ever talk about is how fat sharks are like my favorite goggles and I use them every day. And this is, this is what it's sort of come to is uh, I'm receiving a lot of goggles that are trying to make it out there. So you, you I'm sure if you're, you know, in the goggle well, market. What was the last goggles you reviewed? What were they called? The red things? That, the, uh... um, the Top Sky F7. X so yeah. he's reviewing the Top Sky F7s, right? And then a load of people on his YouTube channel are accusing him of working for Fat Shark. So, um, first of all, can you be like, I've got no idea who Andy RC is? That would be fantastic, just, actually. That would do me some on air right now, just fire me. Yeah, the secret campaign that we've been running under the table uh, this entire time has has just clearly folded right now. So we can't do this anymore, Andy. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Um, can you can you say something like, um, "We find your interests with uh, Let's Drone Out conflicting towards <laughs> your work towards Let's Drone Out." <laughs> Towards Fat Shark. <laughs> uh, no, no, we can't do that. Oh, look, look. I mean, you know, there are um, everybody's got their own preferences around headsets, right? And then some people love the Top Skies, some people love the Fat Shark stuff too. It's just we try to make the best gear that we can, and we realize that. Who, who are these people who love the Top Skies? To develop stuff too, you know. What's that? Who are these people that love the Top Skies? Nobody loves them. Some. I mean, if you look at how much traffic there is on the RC Groups thread, like, it's enormous. Like, everybody is, like, frothing at the mouth for, like, the new Fat Shark Killer coming up. 
Um, I think there's a lot of hype around the Top Sky goggles. Maybe it didn't deliver all the way. I don't know. I haven't seen every single review. But sure, I mean, people are hungry, right? What part of the, the what costs the money is the optics? You guys were the guys who sorted out the optics first. That's why they cost a lot of money. It's partially it that. It, part of the reason that Fat Shark goggles are a little bit more premium, I think, or the cost is a bit higher, is just because we have like a bigger support network. Like we have repair centers around the world, and we have like customer support people, and like we actually try to care about customers and like, um, you know, deal with returns and deal with like um, customer support issues rather than a lot of people who just like dump stuff on the market and just like see whatever happens happens. Because a lot of the times these these products require a lot of bit of maintenance, you know. Um, do you know? Do you know what I really enjoy? Do you know your customer? Uh, can I tell you a little story about your customer repair thing? So I emailed. It was close to Christmas, and I was like, I've, I bought some broken um, Fat Shark SEs. You know the orange and yeah. black ones. Yeah, the orange ones. Right? Bought, bought some of those. Yeah, bought some of those um, broken, and they, I was going to buy them and fix them and have them as my ride along. So I emailed. Um, the UK and first of all the Europe Repair Center and I emailed exactly the same thing and I got two different replies I was like plug them in got power connect a, a module and I get um, diagonal like lines are flickering and uh, they definitely don't work and the European one was like sounds like you're not on the right channel and then the British <laughs> the British guy who's David who's like went to school with them um, at and Anthony Cake, you know, uh, Merge and RC was just like, yeah, I think I know what's up with them. Send them in, man. He uh, goes, if you can get them in before Christmas, I'll have them to you. I was like, dude, I'm in no rush for them. So I ended up sending them to him. But it was, uh, it, it yeah, did no, definitely and, amuse and that, me. Like, there's all sorts of wear items that are happening all the time. Like people got these things out in the sunlight, for example, or they're out in a race. Yeah. We've had people send stuff in that was like, you know, their, their, their goggles got rained on like in a thunderstorm or something. I'm like, yeah, um, my goggles are broken. And we're like, well, why are they all wet? Like, why? Is <laughs> like, like watermark. Why is it right in them? You try, yeah, we try, try to, uh, so that's one reason why the goggles are a little bit more expensive. And then we have like this massive distributor network, right? We have all these like hobby stores and stuff um, through the United States and through Europe and stuff that we try to support and like factor margins and so that they can make a profit and um, I think that causes the margins to be a little wider too. Yeah. I've got a question for both of you. A um, little bit of a story ahead of it no, uh, as well. Um, the Fat Shark 101s, A, thank you for like getting new, thinking about the future of FPV, getting new blood into the hobby. I Is that totally the comment agree. you left on YouTube, by the way? Because I feel like the comment that you left on YouTube was, uh, I hate this thing, because that's what all the comments are right now. <laughs> uh, I haven't commented yet, but uh, I can if you want me to. Um, God knows what Andy RC said. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I, I work for Fat Shark, so you know, I I, I love them. So yeah, <laughs> gonna... sorry, I used to work for Fat Shark. No, no, you got yeah. fired today. You I got fired. You are, yeah, you got fired. He comes on next week with a T-shirt that just says Shark. Fat <laughs> Shark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so one um, thing one thing that i tell people about fat sharks is yeah because that is the that's the main thing that comes up is the price right but the the fact is that no one has come up to to beat the hd3s and 
Uh, I, and one thing as well is I've used the repair center three times because of legitimate, because I use my goggles every day. It's a review channel. I've had a couple of the LCD drivers go and they've always repaired them under warranty. I've never said who I was. I, I've always uh, emailed as a customer and it's worth paying for that. It really is. And uh, when it comes to these other goggles that maybe i don't know getting close to with the fat sharks if they break you're absolutely stuffed so uh you know yeah and it's not perfect either i mean honestly like i go through support tickets all the time online and we screw plenty of stuff up i screw plenty of stuff up but i think having the relationship with people and listening to them like on rc groups and just like you know we had a thread on rc groups like what would you like for the hd4 and people are like dumping ideas and that's great you know greg's always on there and he's like talking to people and he's trying to um, soak up what they're saying i think that that relationship's pretty important if you're trying to build products for a group of people like you guys who have really high expectations are, are you able to uh, are you able to give any info on the hd4s whilst we're here <laughs> i will tell you um i'll give you one spoiler right now um and that's it and it is that it's not going to be called the hd4 wow dun, dun, dun. yeah it's not going to be the h uh, it's not going to be the uh, base hds either it's going to be um it's going to uh, be called the fat shark sky zones yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the fat shark and the rc um, version as well. and, and it's RC got a microphone on them so you can talk through your quad and be like leave my quad alone you does, that mean, <laughs> does that mean the hd series has been discontinued though or just carrying on kind well, did you realize they weren't actually hd and you were like false yeah, advertising because I've I've, ta- I've talked to a few people about this, and uh, you know we've had the different variations, the the HD, so the V2, the V3, and like the the V3 is probably as perfect as it can get, really. And so I always wondered what a B and a V4. So is the is the HD series going to carry on as the V3, and that's just going to be like that product, or or is it you know? I mean- I mean, the HD is just a brand name at this point. It could be called like the, you know, Unicorn Three, and it I would could buy that. evolve in its own in its own way. Um, the reason we called them HDs, I think, is just because um, it will take the 720 in, even though analog signals are awful anyway. Um, I think it'll be a continuation of what you guys currently understand as the HD line, like HD two, three, four, ten, whatever. Um, but I mean, there are a lot of changes that you can make. The thing is, is that there's only so much you can do with like an analog signal. So say you put sure. a clear view or your true D or whatever in there. I mean, it's always going to look like some degree of garbage until we're able to get really amazing um, digital signals in, right? And um, Amazon hasn't fixed that yet. Um, we've got other couple, a couple other people who are trying to do it. In the meantime, I mean, we're never going to get like crystal clear Netflix quality after the irrespective of how nice of a chip or display technology we put in our headset. Uh, with where, that where do you live up? to get HD Netflix, man? Because like, <laughs> like I don't like what, like you know, is this fat sharp money? Uh-huh. Right. Um. <laughs> uh, one last thing. We'll just go back to the fat sharp one hundred ones. Um, if you can, please put your contact details in that chat that I've just posted in here, and I'll uh-huh. just write some gibberish. And what we'll do is we'll get back in contact with you and get you your own show because there's loads of content we'd love to ask you and like leading up to when the you know the the new goggles will come out and we'll get you back on the show 
yeah. maybe you can send a pair to review to NJ or and the RC. You, you don't want to send it to the RC. <laughs> like, he, will, he will ruin. Um, yeah, he will ruin everything. But uh, I should, I should yeah, I was just worried because like, like, we had, um, um, you know. Uh, Paul on and you know like we've hardly covered him like Fat Shark totally stole the show <laughs> right. no Paul, Paul's actually been great too because he I don't know if you guys know this but he came out to help us film some of the one-on-one stuff and uh yeah yeah we watched he it great help. um it's just uh really open to like helping us film and work on anything just because like he knows the technology knows the group and he's just trying to help out so it's a great guy um hey you said something about the one-on-one earlier though and um yeah, yeah. Um, basically, like Anthony um, and like uh, in the Rotor Riot group, um, you know, it's, it's been getting a lot of hate. And I just yeah. wanted to like ask both of you your co- comments on that because it needs the, the thing is, like Andy RC mentioned, you know, flying the Hubson, that's how we all got into it. Now there's simulators, and now you guys have released this sort of like all in one kit, like everything that air hogs and you know, like what's the thing with. Um, uh, a banny on. Do you know the the oh, yeah, DR? Oh. Yeah. yeah, everything that should be because like you've got your little mini gates, you've got the goggles. You, do you want to tell us about the package? But like, why yeah. do you think people have got like like the the hardcore FPVs? Because in a way, I'm like, what what do these people want? Because like now, um, you know things like race flight. You know, you've got wizards. You've got stuff like this making it easier and. Sure. You know, like you're breaking down those barriers, but you're still like making them f- learn how to fly hardcore, how we all did with line of sight and FPV goggles. And it's yeah. just like, I, I don't know what these people want. I just want to, because you're at the forefront of it and you're hearing all those comments. So I just want to know. Sure. Sorry, talk, um, talk, talk. Well, um, something that's an interesting data point is that we created a, a video that's a little bit more centered around the product and the experience. And Paul created something that's a little bit more centered around, um, you know, the quad and, um, um what it's like to be an FPV pilot and Paul's video is great. I mean, he did really well. Everybody loves it. Right. Uh, everyone's really happy. And then the fat truck video is just like, ah, this is terrible. Um, this is not representative of what the product is at all. And the, the fact of the matter is guys that like, look for this sport to succeed, for us to be doing this in 10 years and for there to be great multi GP races and, uh, you know, DRL and DR one, we just need to attract more people to the sport and we need to get more people excited about it and to get, um, high school and middle school leagues, people who don't know how to do super difficult, um, FPV hardware assembly technology together. We need to get them into the sport. And the way to do that is just make it simpler. And these are people who, don't really understand the nuance of 2.8 versus 5.4 or don't understand the nuance of true D versus clear view. They just want to open up a box and make something work. And I think the way that to build a product to cater to those people and the market to those people is to just make it look and feel as simple as possible. Uh, the problem though, is that in doing so, you're going to drive the real enthusiasts and the great people in the tech in the industry crazy because they're gonna be like what the hell is this thing like this thing um is not something i want to fly it's not something that you know is going to give me the great experience that i'm used to with my chameleon or my you know whatever vortex you know 260 or whatever and um i think that's always going to happen when you look at like some of these early nascent markets and as they mature into like you know the big old walmart target space 
a lot of like the enthusiasts are going to be like, what the hell is happening? But we want to do it in a way that opens the sport to new people and also just doesn't drive all the hardcore pilots bonkers because, I mean, they are the reason that Fat Shark exists, you know? And we're going to have plenty of products for them in the future, like your HD10s or whatever that's coming down the line. <laughs> but I think for all of us to be able to continue to thrive on our... We're, effectively, we're all F1 drivers at this point, right? And we're selling Mazda, you know, fives to these people in Target. Um for us to continue to be the F1 group, we need to make sure that the Mazda group exists too. Because, mm. like, it, two, two people that I think would, that it would be perfect for is, um, like, older sort of teenagers that, that you, you just wouldn't, you'd be, like, you wouldn't be ha- comfortable giving them, like, a full-on, hardcore, angry, vicious racing drone. And then the other side is I wish it was something there for, for me and, like, maybe Andy RC where you might not have a load of RC experience or you might have a little, but you, you just want to see whether it's right for you. And you've got like a bigger budget than a, a 40 quid Hubson and yeah. you wouldn't mind like, you know, spending that sort of money and having something around the house that is like a sort of like full experience. Yeah, because you, like can take, even with, you can take that radio and those goggles and pair them with any other quad with a yeah free or a fly sky receiver so it's like i mean you're you're none of the only money that's like wasted would be on the drone itself and you know the the goal would be that somebody is upgrading from that anyway right and it's not and that's not a waste because the drone is actually really fun to fly but like it's uh you know that's where the progression happens yeah and like the there's a lot of discussion around like the quality of the fpv video and the performance of brushed versus brushed or brushed or brushless how big the motors are, six millimeters, five millimeters. A lot of that's just not really relevant because, I mean, we're really just trying to show what the experience is like. This is FPV. It's fun. It's a couple hundred bucks. Get into it. And then if you want to upgrade, yeah, I mean, um, this is the community that you want to upgrade through. Yeah. I mean, just having those goggles as a spare ride along for when you buy, when you, yeah, when you buy the new, you know, the new goggles and you're, you know, able to like hand your friend those pair, pair. And stuff like that. It just makes FPV so much enjoyable. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It really, it really sure. changed it. As soon as I had two sets of goggles or mm. a screen, it like, it you know, the friend that was kind of interested, who's dragged along, made made the whole like sitting in the field for a couple of yeah. hours way more bearable. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, we should uh, we should not be any under false illusions here that the kit is for uh, pro- professionals or the amazing goggle technology or amazing drone technology. It's just yeah, different names getting into it. I have a degree in engineering. Uh, the guy, um, I, our new CEO, has a PhD in electrical engineering. And the first day I tried to get him to build a, um, you know, the NerdCam 3D um, system where you can do 3D with two cameras. Yeah. 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 He almost like tore his hair out. He's like, I can't believe how difficult this is. And if like guys with degrees in engineering can't get kits to bind and assemble quickly and properly, then it's just too hard to get into it for a lot of people. Cool, man. All right. Uh, we're going to go back to NERC and uh, we'd love to have you back on. So we, we've yeah, got contact details. I'm literally in a hotel room in New York City with my yeah. wife. Oh yeah! You, hi. Oh, hello. <laughs> no, but man, you're welcome to like hang out, man. Um, but yeah, we, we just it's fun. Yeah, totally. Just 
go on Andy oh, Andy RC hang on let me just find his latest video so you can just give him some shit in the chat it would just it would make my day <laughs> just like I'll be like Hey, man, I, I don't mind. I mean, it's it's good to have other people trying out other technology and giving a shit at Fat Shark. I mean, if we didn't get a hard time from pros at Fat Shark, we wouldn't be doing our jobs, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you, but you know, like you know, like Andy RC, man. You know, he's he's one he's one of the good reviewers. And uh, if can I can I make just say, account. I've got three pairs of Fat Sharks. <laughs> I bought I bought them all myself. Stop trying sucking up. <laughs> 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 um, no, the, yeah, yeah, look, um, that one on one's going to be out in like a, a couple weeks. So if you guys, if you guys want to take a look, I'm happy to. Oh show. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because like my my channel started off with like the Hubsons, and I still think it's very important the the, the cheaper end, the, the the toy end, because that's where if you ask pretty much anyone, that's you know we we asked uh, Paul earlier how he got into it's a a little toy drone he got for Christmas, you know. Hoopson. Yeah. <laughs> Hudson, there you go. So, you know, um, and one thing that I think is great about what you're doing there is as well, Fat Shark is such a premium brand that, you know, people are going to want to buy into it because of that as well, which which is cool. So they've got like a beginner drone, but it's, it's you know, it's got this premium sort of label to, on it. And you can sort of go from, you know, the the uh, the, the sort of, the beginner thing and then you can end up with a pair of you know five hundred dollar hd threes at the end of it you know so yeah for sure i mean that's the, that's kind of one of the big goals is to open up pathways into like later stage generation you can upgrade yeah. the headset you can upgrade the quad um we just want we, we i think we all need this 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 market to expand more so that hopefully we can still be doing this again still in 10 years you know sure. right um i've put i've i've put andy rc's um channel in in the chat and i'll email it to you later so yeah if you can get the fat shark pilots to go on there and give them some shit and you know okay because, because no one needs that yeah totally <laughs> you um, you know. you're welcome maybe maybe a little bit less of a surprise next time like so i can get a little bit yeah tight. totally if you can forge <laughs> a fat shark pay slip and put it on facebook <laughs> like We'll tell you Andy's real name. And if you want to send him a 101, just Google his address. Everyone else knows it. Like, he's had dog dog poo in the post. Like, he's had people, like, threaten, like, blackmail him. Like, send me free stuff. He's had people pretend to be him and get free stuff. Um, so, so, like, he's he's a high-profile reviewer. Um, so's NJ, but it, it's more because NJ's really sexy. But, like, if you want to have fun with your product, <laughs> you know, like, NJ uh, plays Wembley. Um, mm. He also, I'm sorry, because he hasn't said enough. Like, please. No, no, please there's, been, there's been lots of, lots of good things talked about. There wasn't, wasn't any need this to, isn't to most button in, really. About drones. Or <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm sorry, this is how you shut me up. Are on you podcast. Like... You bring people in to talk about drones and the technical side, and then I'm all good. I'm, I'm happy to sit and listen. I was like, looking at, like, <laughs> There, like Paul, I was just like, NJ's coming on. I'm gonna fucking do him proud. I'm gonna be like talking to a really good pilot. And this, then is a whole, this is a whole new Jack. I thought this Jack would arrive Stop in 2018. About with shark. <laughs> 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 so I've got this dickhead reviewer on my YouTube channel that fucking hates fat sharks. <laughs> do something about it. Yeah, I was thinking actually, I've still I've still got my uh, my V1 attitudes actually, and I got those when they first came into stock with Get FPV. Now that's quite some years ago now 
I would yeah. think. I've, but they're I've still my... working fine. I've, I've, I've actually, I did have a few problems with them where the ribbon cable had got pinched for, uh, with just being the IPD being adjusted a lot and messed around with and giving it to other people to try. But it was so easy to work on and open and, and, and fix. I've never needed to send it to a repair centre. But they're still working today. They're still absolutely fine. And they're, what, I don't know, five, four or five years old, I guess. But, um, yeah, no, they're, they're, they're great goggles. So many questions for Nurk, sorry. Um, yeah, I've got my Dominator V1s, and I, have, I, I love them. They still work. Never had a problem with them. The only thing is I have never owned something other than a PlayStation 3 that absorbs so much dust. It is like it, they pick up dust better than my Dyson Hoover, the optics. It is just in there and uh but don't worry i had a word with david he said he's going to clean them for for me so um but i've never uh, like v1's uh third edition like but yeah unbelievable cool Cool. i'm glad you guys are all plugged in and i appreciate you guys um giving the 101 a fair shake yeah We, we we like we piss around on here but we're not total dickheads yeah. like you know so like yeah just have faith in like that still like, remains to be shown in my opinion <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta I know go invite you on and ignore you I'm so sorry Grant, um, Grant thanks so much for coming on and, and thank you. being a good sport we appreciate it hey no problem at all it's good to hear from you guys actually it's good to see you you guys have yeah. a good holiday alright guys you too yeah. bye bye yeah, have fun later guys <laughs> Who, who's broken into your drone den? Is this the drone uh, den? This is the drone den, and this is this is my wife I Rachel. <laughs> Hello, Rachel. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Um, like your your adjustable table is so sick. It is. It's, yeah. Can, it's, you, can um, you move us up and down a little bit, please? I can't right now. My uh, I have a um, power strip plugged into fine. it right now that it's too short and so like oh. if i if i go up it will pull the cable out of the wall and that will be oh. the end of this show so <laughs> dude what um what gopro are you using now have you upgraded to the gopro hero 6 i think i've got a i've got both a session 5 and a hero 6 um i use the session 5 for racing footage because it's a little bit lighter a little bit uh, more compact a little bit easier to mount on stuff more durable mm. uh but the hero 6 has a has a much higher wide dynamic range it has many more options in terms of frame rate um i can shoot 4k 30 frames with super view on still uh, which you can't do on the session um so that's really nice to be able to crop in on that if i need to um and uh and yeah so it's i i fly the hero 6 as often as i can um but you know, sometimes if I want to choose a lighter quad or something like that, or more compact kind of dealio, I'll put I'll put the session on there. Um, but for the for the most part, I'm Hero Six. Yeah. Um, what made you sidestep uh, sidestep the Hero Five then? Well, so I've been working on starting um, a, a production company actually, and and the company that I'm working on is basically the, we're focused around the idea of camera movement and. That that could be drones, that could be um, gimbals, it could be RC cars with a four-axis gimbal, it could be you know a handheld thing. It doesn't matter. But the goal is to be able to do some cool stuff that nobody's seen before with cameras. And 
so while I was when the GoPro came out and I had my session needed to be replaced anyway, um, due to other damage, um, I uh, I kind of started looking at it. and I was like, well, if I I can shoot 1080p at 240 frames per second, which if you cut that down or and slow it down, you can basically make nine times slow motion with that. And you know, while that's not necessarily an everyday feature, like it's something that is really, really visually engaging, and it makes for, especially when you're doing like chase footage, extremely engaging content, right? Like, you know, everything is just everything is immediately slowed down, and you get these crazy-looking bullet time effects where you can kind of really quickly orbit around something and have that thing be frozen. It's just it's mind-blowing every time. I think uh, so. I chose. The, if if my goal is to be doing video stuff mostly, then it makes sense for me to invest in video gear. And so, uh, doing the math over and over and over again, I found that I can do um, I can do more with the GoPro Hero Six than I could with just a Hero Session. Does that make sense? Can I just ask, Paul? Is, yeah. is this um, is this your full time thing? Flying? Is it become your full time job, like your day job? My, well, it was mine until I just got fired. <laughs> um, no, it's not not entirely. Um, the goal is well, for it to be. What was that? Yeah, yeah. Well, so yeah. I, I do. I, I say that my my income is split three different ways. Twenty percent of it is drone racing, and YouTube and all that. So ad revenue, um, Amazon Associates. Um, races that i go to and win at and then as drl is also counted in that because there's a stipend for drl um 20 of my income from comes from the uh this production company it's called synactive um synactive.com if you want to check it out um and then the uh the other 20 or the other 30 percent is uh i'm a i'm a programmer by trade so like a web developer and so i occasionally take clients to kind of supplement the budget there and then the other 100% of my income comes from my sugar mama. My wife is a nurse and is extremely supportive of my oh, uh, nurse, endeavors. Here, so. <laughs> big beard, successful videos, got a nurse. Smoking out wife, you, yeah. Man. Yeah, man. Like, you must have been like a really good boy in your last life. <laughs> oh, man. Or you have a magic cock. <laughs> it's a little of both. Yeah. Um, how's the... Uh, what, uh, another like how is, how are the bags going? The review of bags. You were like the FPV bags because the you back, were reviewing backpacks, them. Uh, backpacks, yeah. Oh, you're Rock just saying sacks. like, yeah. I've I've done one on the CS three hundred, the Low Pro, the both think tanks, both of the popular think tanks. I think. Yeah, um, I only mentioned it because the beta flight bag's out now as well. Oh, yeah. So it made me think. I was just like, you haven't mentioned it. How are the bag reviews going? Sure. The I I love the uh, airport helipack one, and it's I I have no reason to look for anything else. And so like before, I was actually looking for the new bag that I was going to use, and then I found that one. I'm like, I'm not going to look for anything else. <laughs> so. Um, uh, so I've not necessarily reached out to try to do the beta flight bag or anything. Hmm. Okay. Oh, I just wondered if. Um, right. So, um, Alf, Alf Fishy, one of our Patreons, because he's donated money. Don't forget, guys, you can help us out because uh, soon we will have to pay our 
subscription to um, uh, SoundCloud, and we are all screwed because Dom's. We need we need five more dollars, really. Um, but yeah, if you if you can donate anything, even if it's just a dollar, that would be amazing. But yeah, if you are a Patreon, you are able to ask us questions that we will read out online. Uh, just ask Nurt. So on your trip into the UK, I heard you tried your hand at sheep herding, and you were damn good. Yeah. So does the, he mean you had sex with a sheep? No, because we were, I thought we were, you went to Bath, which is we close to Wales. <laughs> no, we were we were out uh, by Bournemouth, um, and we were kind of dri- we were out driving through the middle of nowhere, and we found a spot to pull over and fly. And there was like a giant herd of sheep out there, and so me and um, Thayer, Zach Thayer, Anub, mm-hmm. um, we like flew out and we kind of like started like corralling the sheep into uh, a fence that they were all kind of they were all like kind of headed there. So we kind of like just kind of circled around the outside like herd dogs and they all kind of they they went from point a to point b as we asked them to so it, it actually worked really well but uh i didn't ever post the footage because it seemed borderline but you know no no sheep were harmed in the making of this film <laughs> you're gonna have to oh god maybe i mean um andy rc gets hassle for like harming a a, a virtual dog so be careful <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Just, no, yeah you might have uh... to like post proof that you didn't hurt any sheep i'm not sure if i missed it what um what part of the uh what part of the world are you in uh i live in indianapolis indiana which is like pretty near chicago if you know where chicago is i do yeah i, I saw someone in the comments mention something about a lake out Back or... Yeah, there's a there's a pond behind my house, and they were asking if it was frozen, right? It it is frozen now, yeah. Right, so you got quite a nice space right on your plot to to fly. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I mean my, my my house is probably too small to be flying, but neighbors over here don't care at all or have never said anything about it, and the neighbors over here watch DRL, so it's like. I just fly. Nobody cares. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you take a bath whilst in bath? No. Two, have you ever heard of that show, Erie, Erie, is it Erie, Indiana? It was quite good. Yeah. I, I don't know what else to ask. Guys, you got any other questions? NJ, please talk more. <laughs> Why are you so quiet? I'm worried, like, about, I'm, I'm worried about NJ's. This so is me trying for you. Are you no, like in straight? This is just like... It's only when you're misbehaving that I have to step in and, yeah. and bring it back on point with drones and, and God, talk man, right. I'm going to sit over here. <laughs> like, this is what I have to do. Like, this is me misbehaving. I dropped a penny earlier on, and I just want to know where it is. Ask so, like, I'm going to look for this penny. Right. Ash from droning on. Ash from droning on says uh, he left the stream and he joined back, and the first thing he heard Jack say was "sex with a sheep." <laughs> Didn't have sex with a sheep. There's no way for that yeah, to be proven. I mean, that's still vegan, isn't it? it, it it's it's pro vegan, if anything, isn't it? As long as yeah, man, that's out. like really loving the animals. As long as the she- as long as the sheep was into it and gave consent, then it's vegan. Is that how it works? <laughs> I think it's still vegan if the sheep doesn't give consent. <laughs> oh, that would make you a bad boy. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, well, I, I, well, must, I must say, though, Jack, the view has improved dramatically. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this, this, this guy I've, gets this show. I've totally... Yeah, have you ever listened to any Let's Drone Out? Yeah, I listened... I, I, I had not heard of it before <laughs> I, the, it was reached out, but then I watched, like, three episodes yesterday, so... Yeah, Jack's Jack's worried that it's going to get too big, and anything that we say is going to end up on the news. Oh, man, we're so offensive. Like, <laughs> you guys you already sound your, You guys already sound bite yourselves and stuff. So, like, as long as you can't make it worse than that, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, there's there's hidden like on some of the like on the new. We, we're really behind on editing, and like okay. so. Uh, I've been catching up as it's been Christmas. So we've got like loads of backlog, so we can't release it quick enough. So every two days there's been a new episode on iTunes. Sure. Uh, let's drone out uh, iTunes, whatever, um, dot com. Um, and uh, like I've been adding the, 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 like new, editing the new episodes and I've been like grabbing new sound bites. So like, I've been going, you know, I've just been watching videos on, like, you know, with Andy's channel and, like, ripping little video bits and there's, like, painless saying. Like, so for any of the viewers who don't know about Tony's cock and stuff like that, so hidden in towards the end of the episodes are, like, little hidden, like, sound bites of heinous things that should never be <laughs> in the podcast. So good luck finding the episodes of those hidden in there's there's like there's an episode where bradders gets called the c-word by david windestall everything man there's Whoa. loads of little yeah, yeah man for real like so um yeah dude i i need a little soundbite of you being like hey william thanks for like liking my videos or something i don't know if you don't mind uh we didn't talk about price yet yeah <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> We can work something out with uh, with fashion, <laughs> but that would be pretty cool. I don't know, like just yeah, I don't know. Just what was it? I can, I can say yeah. What's up? What was it again? Yeah, like I don't know. Just I don't know. Say hi to William or something. William, don't hang out with these guys. They're a horrible <laughs> influence. The fact that you know them makes me nervous for your future. Yeah, you need sensible adults. <laughs> I know. Bloody, it's it's pretty bad when um uh, when uh, I, I keep going to call him Penfold. Uh, Joshua Bardwell comes on and he's like, "Hi, you're on Let's Drone Out, and uh, you're not going to learn anything." So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's when you just know, like, and like NJ's like, "Why do I show up?" <laughs> What what year are you in, NJ? Fuck, start it, man. Let's I wanna I wanna hear off NJ because there hasn't been a video no, on his yeah, channel. Yeah, no, let's just for, interview for NJ. So NJ, well, what, well, there's no there's what no need for that. Doing? But um, work's very massively got in the way uh, for the last month, which is why the channel's been so quiet. But I have got what uh, you mean work as in demanding M and M's and playing <laughs> your guitar and like you know doing cocaine yeah all those all those stereotypical rock star things right um yeah so th there's there's uh, a bunch of of bits and pieces uh that i will be reviewing soon um i was you know what was interesting going back to the top sky goggles i was expecting after i did my review on the top sky goggles that i was going to get something from top sky into in terms of contact and they 
still to this day haven't responded to my video at all. But they did send uh, send Andy. You you ended up getting the second set, didn't you? Yeah, actually, I did my review, and uh, the um, they they messaged me after they watched my review, and uh, yeah, I said they said it, because there's like a bit of communication issue with these guys. Um, the, the English isn't too great. And they just sent me a message this morning and it said, hi, Andy, how are you? I said, I'm fine, thanks. How are you? And they went, not so good. (laughs) (laughs) I said, I said, why not so good? And they said, the bad words that you said about the tops guys. And I replied back and I said, what bad words? I, I, I said, I said that you've fixed a lot of the issues that, that there was with the goggles. And they went, oh, right, I think. They said something like maybe there's a, some miscommunication, but anyways, then they asked me, uh, you know, what else needs to be improved. But yeah, it was an interesting uh, interaction this morning with Top Sky. The thing is that that kind of drives me mad is they're having a conversation with you about other things they could fix, and it would have taken one half-hour conversation with five or ten pilots in the first place that could have saved them an absolute fortune. Yeah. Um, and it just amazes me the amount of money they've obviously had to throw at this and then lost quite horrifically. And then, you know, they clearly haven't put any money into re I know it's a lot of money, but they haven't put any money into retooling any of the physical problems with the goggle. Um, yeah. So they've just sort of gone through the biggest of the issues that they could fix from a software point of view, uh, a firmware point of view rather, which is, that goes some way. I mean, they're a vast improvement over the V1s. The V1s, since I reviewed them, are on my bench and they've stayed on my bench. And I, I did take them and, and give them to a load of people in the club to try out. And they all kind of unanimously came away saying, you know, this is pretty terrible. And what we've got with the V2 is really, we've taken, you know, it's a vast improvement from the V1, which is, as I've mentioned to you before, it's upgraded it from terrible to just about okay. Yeah. And and, and how do you, you know, for us to remain objective as reviewers, how do you then portray that to these companies? I don't know if they're expecting us to turn around and say, it's now fantastic. Well, you know, we've, it doesn't take a lot for you to, to spend some time doing your research you know the r&d should have been there in the first place to see what's out there and what's working you know anyone with with google and you know an hour's worth of research could could come up with many of or could have found a lot of the problems that these would have faced before they left you know left on the first truck out the production line Mm -hmm. um so it'd be interesting to see where they go from here now they said that when i spoke to you earlier they said they're already possibly working on a v3 right yeah yeah i said i but again communication issues i when they said they were sending them to me this is all over instagram by the way so if you're interested in checking out a pair yourself because i'd love to hear what you think about it i'll, I'll send you their instagram name because you know they they reply but outside the communication isn't very good and uh so, sorry what was the question and <laughs> I've, I've lost track um, just that, that they were uh, uh, working on a V3. Yes, that was it. Sorry. <coughs> Excuse me. So, um, yeah, they. I, I said, are, are these the V2s that I'm being sent? And they said, yes. And I said, are these the ones that are going to be for sale or will it be the V3s that are for sale? And they said, no, the V3s are a completely different model. That's that's what they said. So, so the V2s, what I've got, are the ones that if you bought them now, 
are the ones that you're going to get. But it does seem like they're going to continue to work on them. So, um, yeah, maybe we'll get an amazing goggle one day. But I do think the technology is limited. The, the screens that they've used, this LCOS uh, technology, um, it's it's got problems with clarity just because it's a projection. So it, it sort of loses that sharpness because it's you're not looking at an actual uh, like pixels. You're looking at sort of like a, a light and reflections that are making up like a hologramic. Is that a word? Hologramic image. So I think there's definitely limitations when it comes to um, the the quality. And as I said, I still prefer even when running it through a HD HDMI cable, the the fat sharp picture, even though it's not true 720p hd it looks clearer to me just because it's a better quality screen in general mm. yeah it's interesting that they, they tried to fix a lot with heavy polarization but um yeah, yeah there we are it's uh, i think they're chasing their tail a little bit with that one so my guess is the v3 will just be a, a kind of entirely different beast um anyway right. sorry we've got a couple of uh, other questions coming for now um yeah. best places to fly on the west coast being one oh. of them, Dom Robinson. The places that we flew, and I've not been um, on the West Coast much, but I so I flew in uh, uh, San Diego and just around uh, San Francisco. And so, like on in San Francisco, just south, if you drive CA one, like the California Highway that goes along the coast, like there are hundreds of thousands of spots to fly along there. Um, it's uh, some of it. Uh, just be careful where you fly because there's some that are like within range of an airport and there's a lot that isn't. Um, and some of them, there's also some areas that are like uh, sea life protection areas and stuff like that, that you also want to avoid, but um, it's pretty, it's a pretty sweet spot. And don't go exploring in empty buildings with Sharpoo and Tommy. Yeah. Yo guys, all three of you, um, best products of 2017. Ooh. That's a tough yeah. one. <clears throat> I think there's a, there's a little wrap up. I, I can say that um, the the one that I've been flying the most outside of obviously all the five inch stuff because uh, I've been messing around a little bit more with some of the micro brushless would have to be uh, the Leader 120. It's just been a great little micro. It feels, you know, the DVR footage feels and flies a lot like a, a much larger model. And, yeah, that's probably the, the one that I've been going back to a lot these, these last few days and last few weeks. So, yeah, that's been my favourite of, uh, of the last four or five months, yeah. I think. Nurk, what about you, mate? Best. Um, man, that's a tough question. So I'm th I've been thinking about that. And I, I, there, I'm not sure that any of them are 2017 products because all of the ones that I thought of immediately were not that. Because I first thought of HD3s actually, which I think were a 2016 product, and I thought of um, Clearview, which is a 2016 product, and I thought of Crossfire, which I think oh, also came out. Yeah, Clearview are coming out with the the single module oh, now, so that yeah. might be something to look forward to. Yeah. For sure, and so yeah, I like so those. Those are the, like the three things that I'm like best products that I've got. My uh, Futaba radio as well is amazing. Um, so like I, I've uh, what, what ISDT. That that's what it is. ISDT products for 2017. Okay. Those have chargers and all of that. Like that, I think has just like revolutionized all charging. There's no no reason to have anything else now. 
Um, to, can you massage my um, ADHD and can you tell me what came in that Amazon box? Because it's going to bug me all night. If you don't tell <laughs> Which me. one? Like what one? did you order? Yeah, please tell me. Uh, that one was a Christmas present. It was uh, an Amazon Alexa with um, like a bunch of like home automation things. So like this light here and all the lights above and my whole workbench and everything is like totally voice automated now. Nice. Is it Hive or is it something else? Um, it, the Alexa controls pretty much everything. I have a smart things hub for from Samsung for some other stuff eventually down the road, no, but... Andy RC, what's your product of 2017? So uh, I agree with Nurk, uh, and in an attempt to try and get my job back, I'll say the Fat Shark HD threes. So <laughs> I, that, that's not true, actually. My my favorite thing of 2017 is not a product; it's a moving technology. I love the fact now that on-screen displays are just built into flight controllers. I just think that's, uh, it's, it's like small things like that, you know, like, like the improvements to beta flight and, and, and kiss and, and race flight or, or just the small increments that if you look uh, a year ago, it's such, such a, a change when, you know, we weren't even running on screen displays and stuff like that. And, um, I just think motors, motors are so beautiful now. You get a motor and it's like a work of art, you know. It's not like, you know, I want to just sometimes put it in a glass case because it <laughs> rather than rather than let it get covered in mud, you know. So um uh, for one particular product I couldn't say, but I'd just say the the improvements in general, the little tiny improvements that when you get to the end of the year you think, actually, there's been a lot of improvements and uh, it's it's all awesome. Right, NJ, read some of these questions out, quick fire, and you, Andy. Go, 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 go. Um, what have we got? Uh, I put them in my. I put them in the normal chat. They're all in the normal chat. Oh, that's over here. That's miles yeah, away. Yeah, I've been helping you. <laughs> what's, okay. uh, what's new for the future? More racing or TV homework? NJ. Oh, right, that's one for me. Um, what's new for the future? Uh, just, I'm going to be trying to do more of my, uh, acro series because I keep getting asked about it and, uh, I keep putting it off, but it's really just been the weather that's been a complete nightmare when it comes to, uh, maneuver breakdown stuff. And we've got the worst of it here. So as soon as the weather starts clearing up, I'll start, I'll start doing some more of that alongside all the, um, alongside all the usual review stuff and, and tech, but loads of exciting tech uh, arriving in the post, so stay tuned for that. Yeah. So, uh, um, Green... Richard... Oh, sorry, go on. Oh. Richard um, Hardwood likes to know, Nurk, what's new for the future? More racing or TV slash film work? Um, I think I'm always going to do both. Um, I love racing more than pretty much anything, but it doesn't... It can't pay the bills because it you can't count on always winning. Um, so I'm trying to do a little bit of both. Um, so that that's definitely in, in the future. Um, but there's also more TV film stuff that I'm trying to do as well. So, but I can't talk about any of it. Okay. Next race okay. is Sebring. So uh, green patches does, it says Nurk, uh, fly any fixed wing FPV. <laughs> Every you see up there, that's there uh, go. those are that's piles of broken fixed wings. So, <laughs> I've yes and no. <laughs> so, so, it's an attempt to fly, fixed yeah, wing, yeah? yeah, pretty much. <laughs> There's more in the garage. <laughs> uh, uh, you guys, someone ask the next one. Uh, let's see. So, uh, 
It says, Andy, RC, on-screen display becoming a standard. It's lovely. Let's hope buzzers follow. Yeah, for, like, micros, I guess. Go out and no, no exploiting his thumb down. Explain. Just use, use the SC beeps. You don't need buzzers. <laughs> They're so obnoxious. Oh, and if your quad gets unplugged, it doesn't matter anyway. Um, uh, someone would like to hear about the DRL experiences. I I wish I had more time to get into them. Oh, um, I've done a I've done other podcasts that have talked a lot about it, um, and I would love to come back and I could we could do a whole episode on DRL easily. Um, but uh, for now, I've got to, I really have to get rolling. Unfortunately, today no got some holiday okay, travel. No, uh, one last question: yep. um, Have you ever uh, teabagged a quad with another quad? Says C and N D. Oh yeah, absolutely. Every cool. every time we're out practicing like because we yeah. we have a group local that's very serious and we'll, we'll go out and like set up heats and we'll race a crap ton and you know people will crash and you're just you're going to go over there and while they're trying to pick up their quad you're just like boop 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 like blapping trying to bump their quad off the ground and stuff it's great yeah take that tail <laughs> mode <laughs> yeah exactly All right. thank you so much for coming on you've been a fantastic guest we'll love to have you back on any time um add us guys on facebook uh, give us a shout and I'll link you to all us guys. And what, what happens is if you see us and you're watching us on live, drop us a message and we'll message you back with a link and you can just join and hang out. Just like, you know, come give us some shit, man. You're definitely <laughs> one of us. But yeah, go, go, go. Please, yeah, yeah. fantastic yep. wife let's, of yours. Let's uh, let's set something up for the future. Um, yeah. And uh, I look forward to talking to you guys again. Great. Thanks for coming on, man. All right. Sorry, thanks, man. guys. I, no worries. Invoice us your counselling fee. <laughs> I'm going to invoice you my counselling fee. Well, you, everyone. Oh man, I totally. You, everyone showed me right up. I feel like an absolute twat. I quite enjoyed that. It's pretty, it's pretty good, uh... Oh, beautiful. When Tony's well. not on, Andy RC just gets it. I'm going to eat some chocolate, man. That's how fucking good that was. I got a chocolate mother. In snowman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, they were both guys... great guys. They they were, they had the banter for sure, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, damn um, it. I was hoping did... this would be white chocolate. Sorry. Did you see? Well, I know Andy did because he posted it, and then I've reposted it in my group. The crash test footage of yes. the drone hitting the front fuselage cockpit area. He's on the next drone out. Yes. Um, Facebook. So, I, I have my thoughts on that. Actually, can we link it in the chat so people can see that if they haven't already? I can't be asked, but if okay. someone else can, that would be amazing. It was a Phantom 4, and they basically put the, the cockpit of, like, I don't know, 737. And it was, like, with some rockets on the back, and they smashed it into a Phantom 4. But it's quite controver controversial, because some people were saying that... Um, you know, there wasn't like a clear view of it hitting, and the, the angles looked different each time it hit, and uh, stuff like that. Yeah, well, <clears throat> I mean, in terms of my thoughts on that, there's um, it was it obviously had multiple strikes because we only see one point at which it actually struck, um, but then we're shown at the end ma a massive damage across the windshield, which is clearly 
from multiple strikes are probably of other other things they were testing on the day or multiple phantoms at different angles. Um, but it's, I, I'm a bit annoyed that they released it where it looks like, you know, there's one strike and then at the end they give you a picture of, you know, uh, a, a windshield that's got, you know, just it's absolutely battered all over it. Yeah. Um, so I think that was a bit misleading. Um, and the other thing to bear in mind, I'd, again, I'd like to see more data on the actual test, but the, the whole point of the rockets was to get that up to kind of a, an aircraft's cruise speed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be nice to know what that speed is because, I mean, if we're talking about an aircraft that's doing, you know, 500 knots or higher, that would be only doing that at a cruise altitude of like yeah. 35,000 feet. It wouldn't be doing that at the lower altitudes, absolutely not. It looked um, crazy fast. Like It did look it looked hundreds of miles per hour. Yeah, it looked it looked way well over two hundred knots, which I think would be a much more realistic speed to be in collision altitude with something like a Phantom. But the point that I kind of was was trying to get to with these is that it did no more damage than something like uh, a bird. Well, the, a bird strike is definitely a point of relevance here. But if it, I mean, all these aircraft are designed to hit, you know, birds of you know, 20, 20 kilograms, something like that. They're, they're designed to hit really, and, and also survive cumulonimbus cloud thunderstorms. You know, you, you shouldn't be flying in those, but if you did get caught in one and you got a huge hailstone, uh, hailstones hitting the windshield, you know, they're designed to absorb the impact, but they won't actually, you won't get it like, it won't go through and you get a, a depressurization issue or anything like that. But um, if you add up all the, drone accidents and the cost of drones hitting aircraft uh, hitting aircraft we've had one sort of minor damage to a military helicopter and we've probably got a bit of wasted fuel and time where a few aircraft have had to do go arounds uh, abort landings basically um because of you know reported drones in airspace near short final for aircraft which they yeah. have to do all the time because of birds which, yeah, anyway because of birds and the only thing i'll say is if you add Fire that balloon. up if you add that up and you put that against something like the annual cost worldwide that a bird strikes and birds call cost general the general uh, sorry not general i think general ang- no just commercial aviation the cost of commercial aviation is about 1.3 billion a year just for dealing with with bird strikes and the bird problem, so it's just laughable to to even you know uh, compare drones and their any kind of immediate threat to uh, to aircraft. It really is. Um, it's just the media buzzwording a couple of idiots doing some silly things, which hopefully you know the idiots get prosecuted and we see less of it. But yeah, so I wasn't too happy about that video. I think it's a little bit misleading. Yeah, Tina says they were just trying to upstage Rocket Knife. <laughs> yeah, I, I did think it was something suspiciously like David was doing. <laughs> Dave, you've overdone it with a mixture again, you dickhead. <laughs> it's interesting that they choose a Phantom, though, isn't it? Because it's probably the only copter that would just sit there to the point where it could be accurate enough to hit a. Uh, an airplane in a test like that you know it's um i I think a more interesting test to be honest with you is not one of it hitting the windshield they've got enough data on objects like that hitting a windshield it's it's the engine seeing how that kind of debris being ingested into an engine as opposed to you know hailstone they're probably closer related to to hailstones than they would but you know biomaterial like bird 
bones and, yeah. and stuff like that. So that would be a more interesting test, but a considerably more expensive test. And yeah. the, probably the reason they haven't done it isn't it's, it, it's an unwarranted expensive test. Yeah. Um, you know, they'd spend all that money destroying an engine to collect data on a problem that doesn't exist to any, you know, high monetary level. So, you know, it's, that says it all. Funnily yeah. enough, talking about this, because um, I, I was flying my P4 today, I had to take the DJI test today before it would let me fly. Have, have any of you guys had to do that? What, what is that? Fill me in. So, so if you haven't flown your DJI for a while, you now have to take a test before you go and fly. It's a little really? thing. It's what was the test? Do you know how to spell drone? Do you know your own name? Can they, you breathe out of your nose? <laughs> they are, funnily enough, they're those, those types of questions. They're, they're sort of like, actually, some of them are sensible. Some of them are like, what is the, the, the height limit that you can fly up to? And uh, there's 10 questions, and I got 9 out of 10. What one did you get wrong? What one did you get wrong? The one that I got wrong, it said, should you, if you had the choice, should you land your copter and go home or fly into a baby and i, I chose the wrong one so. oh. oh damn it i know that's but, tough, i got but... nine out of ten so that uh, it still let me fly so you know yeah good enough but actually the, the rc nine out of ten <laughs> no no that's all you need that's all it's a pass 70 yeah. percent pass rate but yeah how was your day not good why Nine out of ten, DJI. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, some of the questions are relevant. Some of them are a bit, bit daft. Like some of them, are, are sort of, um, some of the questions are about like about what you need to fly commercially and stuff like that, which I thought was interesting. Um, mm. Well, yeah, ten questions. But what was annoying oh. is I took the ten questions and got nine out of ten. I can't remember which one I failed. There was nothing in there about babies. Um, but uh, my iPhone didn't remember that I took the test. So I, on the second flight, I had to take the test again. What did you get so, on the second test? Uh, I, I just... Uh, Jeff, I, 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 yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Until it stops him flying. Yeah. And then only remembers when he fails it and then never lets him fly you know again. Why did you fail the test? Do you know You're what's... too done for this product. Do you know what's, do you know what's funny? Actually, I was going to fly again, but the test came up and I was just like, oh, forget it. Forget it. I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm not flying anymore. That's so, hilarious. They should bring it up while you're flying. They should bring up a random question with a timer. Yeah, no, yeah. No, yeah. Fall out like you get to 400 feet and then it gives you like a, a bunch of questions. What should you do now? <laughs> should you fly higher than 400 feet? <laughs> or go to the nearest airport. <laughs> yeah, it's stuff like that, but... Um... I kind of right, see what I kind of see what they're doing, but there you go. Yeah. Also, um, like I've got one last thing, and then I'm going because I'm really hungry. Um, uh, not many, not many uh, drones got lost. I don't think I was on Drone Finder over Christmas. Someone found a drone under their car, and someone lost a drone on Facebook Drone Finder, which I found quite amusing. But I is didn't hear Facebook any amazing. Group, is it? Yeah, drone finder. Yeah, but I didn't hear of many stories of lost drones this year. Probably because the weather's been crap. But you know, that's good. Plus, it's kind of it's kind of embarrassing when you lose one as well. (laughs) So, like, it's a fifty-fifty weather. Like, I've never been able to fly line of sight as well since it's really not my confidence. I really do need to learn. You know, 
practice line of sight a bit more. I love line. Uh, is there anything else in the chat? Uh, Dino designed that frame. I'm going to bug him. Not after. No. Had someone today tell me it's legal for me to fly in my whoop in the office or car park because we're close to Heathrow. Oh my god. Yeah, that was one of the questions actually. How, how, how? It was how far away do you need to be uh, from an airport to fly your drone? And the the answer was uh, as far away as possible. Funnily enough, that it, there wasn't like a it needs to be like you know five miles or whatever like that. It just basically said don't fly in the vicinity of an, an airport, and that was the answer. The test is hilarious. It does give you five times to skip it. Yeah, you can skip it, but then on the fifth time, it will let you fly. Wow. I, I like the idea of what they're trying to do, but I don't know. It's, uh, they're just covering themselves, aren't they? Yeah, it They're is covering themselves. Yeah, oh, this is why I can never work for a company like that, because I would write questions like, when flying in front of the end of a runway, are you better to fly in front of an A320 or a 777? Yeah, <laughs> the kind of thing I'd write. I think I'd have yeah. to just mess with it too much. With, with, with one of the things being like, whatever one gives me more points. Yeah, <laughs> yeah which one has the highest points for? <laughs> Most fatalities uh, just, is just the to, correct Just to gauge the, the, the intellect of the audience. That's what I'd really like oh, to do. Right, I've got to go. I've got to re. I've got to take some painkillers. Thank you. You've been listening to Let's Drone Out. You've been joined by Newark, um, uh, Fat Shark, uh, Andy RC, NJ, and me, Brighton Swordfly. Catch you soon. Any, yeah. Anything else you want to add, guys? Any? No. So we're good. Been a great year. Let's keep building the channel yeah. and getting cool happy, people. Happy, on happy and... New Year. Yeah. yeah have, have a great year, everyone. Yeah. Uh, sorry about your job, Andy. That's that's all right, Jack. I'll I'll be signing on tomorrow. That that that's probably lost with a lot of uh, the, yeah. the, the viewers signing on the, the welfare. The welfare. So, all right, cool. Take care, guys. Have a good night. Thank you. Telemetry lost. No, I'm so sorry about this, man. You must be like, what the f*** is this show? <laughs> this is LDO after all. I know. I know, oh, but right. Ken, he's like 1.6 million f***ing views and he comes on here and we're like, f***ing this phone fat shark. And <laughs> that was my idea. That was Paul's idea. And I felt, yeah, I, just say, I, I felt right stitched up by that, by the way. I know, like, I love, I, I like, I love doing NJ's head in. I almost said Sophie Ellis Baxter, but I didn't because I got to f*** you in the ass. You know. Like, twice in one I day. I thought it was Tony f- people in the ass. Yeah, true, yeah. <laughs> Potagin, yeah. <laughs> he's one of us, man. He's getting people into he's... trouble. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, Andy thinks I got you fired. Fire. You got me yeah, fired? Like, this is my job and I'm fired from it? <laughs>